0: Welcome to this week's My Why. I'm Claire Sands, one of the co-hosts of the Silent Why podcast. And normally this is the audio version of my weekly blog on thesilentwhy.com. But not this week. Or last week. Or the week before. Welcome to part three, the final part of Graveyard Musings. And if you're wondering what that is, you might want to listen to part one and two first. And I know that you're just dying to hear what High viz Man was doing in the graveyard. Through the loud sound of the wind in the background so I'll keep you waiting no longer. Enjoy Graveyard Musings, Part Three. A little while ago, I saw a man come down here. Um, he sort of walked in, in high-vis like he was on the building site. And he just walked towards a grave and just crouched next to it for a little while and then he left again. Um, so after he's gone, I, I went over to see who he'd been visiting and it was the grave of a 10 year old girl but it's in the old section um, and she died in 81 which was the same year I was born um, 10 years old and um, I thought that was just well the author in me thinks there's a book right there that <laughs> um, a grave like that is is visited on a lunch break by a guy in high viz I feel like there's again there's always a story everybody has their story I love that every one of these graves has a life has people attached to it has a has a story of some kind, even if they buried were buried alone and nobody was with them that in itself is a story. There's something that will always fascinate me about graveyards and people gone before that we come and we go and we leave a kind of a mark on this world. It might be big, it might be small, and then the next generation come and more lives are lived. And no two lives are ever the same. I find that fascinating. And there's a bench. In a loving memory of three people. Sadly the birds have not been as respectful as they should and there's a lot of poop on it there's even a pigeon sat right above it now now this grave has me fascinated it's a massive block of stone on top of it is a newer looking block the kind of marbled reddish look and it's a very old one it says John Wormold Esquire Lord of the Manor born in 1793 but died in 1865 so he died in 1865. William Barnard some kind of baron and Anna Marie his wife daughter of John Wormold, died in 1894 three people in here: 1865 1889 1894 but then at the same time there's a grave next to it which is Anna Maria Wormold, 1888 and it's got her name at the top, no other inscription, just when she died and her name, and the rest of it is empty. Nothing on it at all. Similar stone to the other one. So my question is, what happened here? Why wasn't she put in with the others? Why is she on her own? And why is there a massive gap underneath her where no one came to join her? There's nothing on the back. I don't know what happened. What did Anna do that meant no one joined her? And why was she put in a separate one without an inscription? there's two annas both his wife but they died on different dates so it's definitely a different woman and the newer one seemed to go in with him older one gets put to one side what's that about Just come into the church which is left open during the week sometimes been in here on a sunday many times it's very old it smells like british history from years gone by it's very peaceful i can see why people find something special about churches even if you don't have a faith or a belief there's something about the atmosphere maybe it's the reverence maybe it's the years and years of worship that's gone before. There's more plaques in here on the wall memorials. These people would have had to do something quite special to be in here I'd imagine. I wonder if they're buried under the floor or whether they have a plaque in here and they're actually out in the graveyard as well. I don't know enough about my grave history to be able to help you with that one. I find it fascinating in this day and age that we can actually leave the church open It gets locked up again at night it's only open certain days but it's nice that people can come in and there's a trust about it we just trust that things won't be taken and i think there's a level of respect still for buildings like this anyway i hope you've enjoyed my musings from the graveyard and the church today i've no doubt i'll come back again sometime it's nice to share my thoughts with someone else if you're one of my friends these are the kind of voice notes you probably would receive fairly regularly, I can be uh, prone to kind of going on a bit, have a lot of thoughts going on in my head, but it's nice to share them further afield. And hopefully they've been uh, interesting for you to listen to as well, not too depressing. I know there's a lot of people who share my my love and fascination of of graveyards and that sort of feeling that there is of loss, but somehow hope, somehow hope that life goes on beyond the grave, that more people will come, that there is always life around it. And that it doesn't just end. So I'm just leaving the churchyard now. It's quite a nice little path to walk up. No access by car, so it's all on foot. Not the best for funerals as the poor pallbearers have to carry the coffin a long way. More people coming in. It's after the school run now, so there's some people turning up with kids to visit and tend to graves which is quite nice to see really and I will go back and see if I can make sense of anything I've said and edit it together for my my why this Friday so uh, yeah thank you for being with me hope you've enjoyed a little bit of the British countryside in the background and uh, just a few of my musings around the graveyard Well, that was the final part of Graveyard Musings and of my editing wind noise out, which was a new one for me to work with and I wasn't as successful as I hoped. But like I said in part one, I have a new little fuzzy hat for my phone for next time. Maybe I'll start some tours of graveyards and exploring their stories and speculating about lives that went before me. Thank you for joining me. It's nice to have company in my wandering. If you like gravestones too, then there's someone you might like on Instagram that I've really enjoyed for a while now. Alicia Williams cleans gravestones in Virginia, has for years, and watching her sped-up videos of her cleaning a grave is one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen. She's working her way through a graveyard at the moment. I'll put a link in the show notes. Don't forget, if you're enjoying what I'm doing and it's bringing any value to your week, your life, or your loss, or any other aspect, please consider supporting me through buymeacoffee.com. There's a link in the show notes you could buy me a fancy Earl Grey to drink, which enables me to podcast and write while being able to support myself financially. I have to admit this whole buy me a coffee thing is very new to me and it feels weird asking people to support me in what I'm doing, but I really do want to grow this so that I can open up more and more avenues to help people with their loss. And I can only really do that if it becomes a job for me one day. So this is the avenue I'm starting with and we'll see where it goes. And if you'd like to support me in any way, I'll put the links everywhere so you can find them. And I'm going to finish this series with the words from Evan Ezer. The only place where you can find equality is in the cemetery.